us, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. The Bible says that, that the man came when his brother was him. And he came on a place. And he slept. When he slept, he didn't know that that place houses not. The implication of that, that, that there are many transactions that became possible. There are many transactions that became possible because of us. Now, what happened is that as the heavens opened, he saw a ladder from heaven. And he said, This place is indeed. Number one, he said, This is a house, house. Number two, he said, This is a gate of heaven. There is something the presence of God makes out of a man, makes out of a location. Because of the presence of God, a physical location will become a portal where men can ascend, where men can have encounters. What is special about the location? Say the presence of God. That's what is special about man? The presence of God. The Bible says that there are places that the Lord has put his name upon so that any man that finds himself in that perimeter will begin to encounter every single thing that is resident in the contract, in the covenant that put up that altar. For example, there was a covenant that, that God had with Abraham. It was on the basis of that covenant that a man is running away. He didn't have plans to be here. Somebody dragged him. Suddenly he found himself there. But because there is an altar that doesn't respect where you are coming from. Jacob said that such a place is the gate of heaven. Angels ascend and descend. Because there are many things happening. If, 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 the angel, there are more angels here than human beings. There are too much. Every man becomes implicated when he finds himself in such a surrounding. Then the thing that will become of you is beyond what you can even understand. You just know that you are brought to a place where is oppression. The oppression that is in that place is bigger than you. That is the power of such others. It is so strong that it can bring you into its economy. Because there is something that altar is trying to manifest. There is a covenant that raised that altar. And any man that finds himself in that place will be implicated by the content of that covenant. Then you see things happening to you that you never envisaged. I know not that this place is the house of God. And the gate of heaven. What makes a place the house of God? Because people gather. 
So even if you didn't come and the presence of God is here, this place is still the house of God. Because there are many encounters. All sorts of things are happening. All sorts of things are happening. And this is the way we will be going. And then we will be going. And then we will be going. Until you will not recognize yourself after this weekend. <laughs> what will happen this weekend? <laughs> Turn to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor what will happen this weekend. <laughs> When you come in into the weight of God's glory and presence like this, one of the things that happens to you is that you lose contact with natural things. Huh? Sometimes your anger, all the things that, is, that, that came with you here, when you come, you forget it. The Bible said in the book of Psalms, it said, and the boy said to me, cry, cry. I said, what should I cry? He said, cry that all flesh is what? Grass. Why? Because the breath of God, Ruach, is upon it. So anytime the presence of God comes upon the flesh, it loses its power on you. So anything you bring brought into the presence of God that is not of God, over time, when you subject it to the weight of God's glory, you will notice that it will lose its hold on you. All you need is to bring it. Suddenly, your worries and your cares, your plans, will lose touch and impact on your soul because you are brought to the presence of God. And then the breath of God came upon your soul. You lost contact with everything that is mundane, that cannot be traced to God and eternity. Because, are you with me now? We want to bring you to a place where only Jesus is seen and only Him matters. In that place, we become what God intends you to be. Because it is as we behold Him that we become. The challenge is that what are you beholding? Because it is when the veil is taken away and many things happen to your soul, then you will be able to see. The Bible says that God is what? Spirit. And they that will worship Him will do so in spirit and in truth. What does it mean? It means that there is a particular location where a man will be able to identify the things that is of God and attempt to identify and interact with those things outside of that scope and realm is an effort in utility. So God is spirit and they that will worship him will do so in spirit and in what? Reality. It means that what is worship is how much of reality and essence of God you are able to touch. Anything outside of reality is not worship. Let's say you rolled on the ground and there is no reality encoded in that rolling. You did not worship. Let's say you sang and then there is no reality that is found in that lifting of hands. What you did is a waste of time. At best, you bloated the flesh. The Bible says that they worship it. We do so in spirit and in reality. It was that understanding that the man David, the prophet, saw. And he said, let the lifting of my hands be what? Give me sacrifice. How does a man understand the things of the spirit so much so that he knows that a time can come by understanding and interacting with reality that a man's lifting of hands can be understood in the scope of God's measurement as worship. 
man is a man that understands the scope of reality. Knowing that sometimes the lifting of your hands is equal to sacrifice. That is why when we come before the presence of God, we say, cast away your worries. And then seek God. On that day, where many things are plaguing you, you left school, left a lot, and you came, you say, cast it away. That day, when you casted those things away, the Bible says that that thing you did is counted as a sacrifice. Let the lifting of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. This is a man that understands that we can only worship God in truth, in reality. There is a perimeter, there is a place where God is known and identified. His interaction can only be found in that place. And the resources that is found there is only reality. Anything that is not reality is taken away. And part of the way that God helps you to make sure that you interact with those realities that He brings on you by His presence. That's why we are brought into this economy by what we experience now. So that we will be sure that anything you are touching after this moment is reality. Any engagement and interaction that is outside of this reality is a waste of time. That is why it is necessary that every man be brought into it. When you are now brought into it, any subsequent engagement will be mighty. And then from layer to layer, the Bible says a little here, a little there. Until the day star rises in our hearts. And then we become all that God intends us to be. There is a man that God seeks out of you. Oh, and when I mean man, I'm not talking about male or female. I hope you know. The Bible says that for men ought always to pray and not to pay. And in that place, now said a certain woman, Are you a man? No, don't answer fast. Because there is a place and there is a way we know men. Jesus told us that men are known in prayer. For men ought always to pray. So your identity is locked in, in the place of prayer. When you pray long enough, one of the things that happens is that you begin to know yourself. Many things that you thought you are, many weaknesses and addictions that has plagued you for long. And you are crying and saying, Oh God, when, when will this thing stop? When will I enter into the manifestation of my ordination? You know that there is something bigger than what you are seeing. When you give yourself long enough to pray the Bible says that Jesus prayed their fashion. His countenance was transfigured, was changed. And we began to see that the man that was speaking with them and eating bread with them was the ageless one. The one that shines bright. The economy that he brought and the ambience of his presence was so strong that he can trap the reality of the witnesses. Elijah, Moses. And on that account, they were able to release a new economy. What is that man? Who is that man? How was he able to do this thing? There are many things that won't be possible to you until you pray. And then your ambience becomes so strong that you will host the certain angels that it takes for you to prosecute your destiny. Some of you are supposed to be working with Sherubs and Seraphs, but they have never encountered you. The reason is that you have not prayed long enough that you have created the atmosphere that can host their reality. I know not that this place is the house of God. May it not be your testimony. Because this is the testimony of men that are blind to the things of God. No wonder Paul said, he said, I have received a grace. There is a certain grace. He said, this type of grace is a grace that makes all men see. Because 
Are you with me? They say that seeing is not believing. The truth is that seeing is believing. The question is what type of sight? If you can see. <laughs> if you can see. What will you be if you can see? You reign forever, your name is ever great. You are the wisdom before. So let me explain that, that this song for you. The Bible says, Before you entered your mother's womb, what? I knew thee. It is not when you are in your mother's womb, it is before you entered. That means God had a desire, and that desire gave birth to a plan. Eh? Inside that plan is you. You became a byproduct of God's agenda. According as he said in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. He said what? Let us what? Make man. Man, the making of man became a byproduct of God's desire to have a family and to propagate his kingdom. So you became a byproduct of a desire that is in the heart of God. What am I trying to say? You are created by design. You, things didn't suddenly start happening to you when you came on earth. That is why we can never be subject to the things and circumstances of earth. Because our origin is eternal. And there is only one way that we can bring scope to what we are doing on earth. It is if we reach in to that place, the studio, where we are created. He said, before you entered your mother's womb. What? The question is, who is the person that God knows the person he knew. Are you that one? The whole intent of preaching and teaching is that you become that person. The one that God saw in eternity. A great man. A lion that was. Then territories began to crumble. On his account, he will sit as a water in his family. And then nothing will enter and leave the gate of his family without his sanction. He's a custom officer. Those sort of men, you will not know them until you begin to reach out to the place where they were hewn from. It is on that account that the Bible says, Before you entered your mother's womb, I knew thee. Nothing of earth can define you, my friend. We have to reach out to eternity to begin to bring things to give definition to who you are. Outside of that scope, anything that you gave yourself or life and circumstance gave you, men gave you. Not describe who you are. You are a man that our generation is waiting for. A certain kind of man. A certain kind of man. It is on that wise that we now sing this song. Knowing that there is a wisdom that informed your coming on earth. It is that wisdom that we order your steps. The Bible says it's not given to man to order his steps. Do you know why? Because there is you are, there is a you that God saw. In that place, there are many things that is encoded in your destiny. Ordinations factored into you. For you to be correct and appropriate, for you to, to walk in that path, you have to reach out to that place. That is why we seek that reason. You reign forever, your name is ever great. You are the wisdom before. There is a wisdom that predated time. You reign forever, your name 
is ever great. You are the wisdom before time began. Let's sing it together. You reign forever. Your is ever great. Jesus. You are this is somebody that knows there is more about him that is singing this song. You reign forever. Your name is ever great. You reign forever. Your name is ever great. Is 
also the physical kingdom. Not knowing that there is a spiritual kingdom that he's talking about. Now, it is not as if Jesus is oblivious of the fact that there is a desire in their heart, even in the heart of God, to have his kingdom also established in the kingdoms of men. Because the Bible says in the book of Revelation, a time came when the kingdoms of the world became the kingdoms of our Lord and his words. That means that it is also in God's agenda. But there is a progressive path in the recovery agenda. Are you with me now? Now, when Jesus told them that things pertaining to the kingdom, they now asked the question. They said, when will you restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus told them. What did he tell them? Huh? He said that there are things that are kept. Eh? There are certain things that God kept in his power. There are certain times and seasons that God kept in his power. There are certain chronos and kairos that God kept in his power. Do you know what it means? These four days is one of those certain times and seasons that God kept in his power. So that he will begin to mold me. You need to know what is on this meeting. It's too it's strange. Oh my God. Even if you want, you don't want to. Say, I don't want God. As soon as you enter this door, this door you don't have option. Oh, you don't know. Jonah said, I won't do what God said. He ran away. You know now. And God sent him to be inside the, the belly of the way. And when he finished, he came back and still went and did the duty. That's not the answer. The answer is that when Jesus now came, he said, as Jonah was in the well, the belly of the well for three days, even so with the Son of Man be on the belly of the ground for three days. So even in his disobedience, he was fulfilling God's agenda. You are not that strong. Your will cannot do anything against the will of God. The Bible says anybody that comes on that stone, the stone will crush it. Uh, you are not strong. Once you are brought into a perimeter, things that is bigger than you will begin to walk over your life. Suddenly you begin to ask, men will ask you, are you the one that left? Somebody came back. Because the glory that will be hanging upon your life, the things that will break out of your life is what takes chronological time of maybe 10, 20 years. But in four days, God will do wonders. He told Moses, he said, prepare yourself. For three days, after three days, I will come down. I will come down. And when I come down, the things I will do, the, all the eternal things will be put into time. And in 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 20 minutes, 1 hour, God will do what it takes eternity to accomplish. It does not take time. It takes God. And God can do it in 10 minutes. and prophetic conference. And if it's so, then it should be strategic. Let me strike something and then we pray. John chapter 3. If you are there, say Amen. John chapter 3. 
Pharisees named Nicodemus 
a ruler of the Jews. Are you seeing his qualifications? Sometimes if I go to my Facebook message, some people will chat you up and say, man of God, by the grace of God, I am, you know the, you know the thing. By the grace of God, I am the president of this. And I'm, and I'm a minister of the gospel. And I walk in. By the grace of God, there is an assignment that God has committed in our hearts. If you go to heaven and tell them this, they don't know it. When God said, Adam, where are you? Is he looking for Adam? What is he looking for? You need to you need to know there is a way men are known and defined in the spirit. So if God doesn't see you in that way, anything you are doing, if you like, do ministry. God is not, is not aware of that. Just like Elijah. Elijah reached a point. He's alone, I'm the only prophet. And they seek to kill me. He said, I'm jealous for your sake. They say you didn't know how that story ended. Is Elijah's response not, not powerful? He said, I'm the only prophet. They have killed everybody. I am jealous for your name. Some of them come and tell you that my territory is dry. I'm the only one that is praying. I'm trying to see if God will move. Okay, you'll be surprised that there are 7,000 you don't know. Be very, very humble. There is 7,000 you don't know. It's when we reach eternity, you will see men that you don't know, that the ones doing the business. It so happens, are you with me now? Let me tell you, some of you that, some people that God is using in ministry, they didn't do much about it. That is why before God uses you in that way, He will make sure that He has worked humility into your heart. So that you will understand. Are you with me? Even before Jesus came, there is a system that sat in the temple. For 40 years, that woman was praying. And Simeon was waiting. You have to recognize those systems. Knowing that as mighty as Jesus is, it wouldn't have been possible for his destiny to invade the earth. If those systems does not sit in their place and keep their watch. God is not obsessed by love. God is obsessed by other. Say other. Why was those first angels judged? Huh? Why were they judged? The Bible says that they left what? Their estate. That means there is a place that God kept them and said, stay here. And they left it. He now brought judgment. You see this song that you are seeing? If the son leaves his position for one minute, there is a judgment for the son. So you need to understand that every, if there is a way God is even using you or trying to use you, it's because there are many things that have been going on in the territory and you are implicated by what God is doing. 
So much so that you had little or nothing to do about it. You see the improvement that you have made in your work with God. If it's not because we are in the seasons of revival and God is about putting hands on men, there are seals that have been broken in heaven. And then on that account, there were announcements that was made. And then men became victims of the seals that were broken from heaven. So those things began to fall upon us like the spirit of prayer and supplication. People pray for six hours now. But when we got born again, it's a mighty thing to pray for one hour. If people know you pray for one hour, ah. now you see people say six hours, twelve hours, this one hour, this one, and people will really pray. Do you know why? You don't even know why. That's why some of the people will come and say, say by the grace of God, I pray, I pray for three hours every day. You are joking, my friend. There is something working behind you. You need to understand that oppression so that you stop giving yourself name outside of where, where God is defining you. So the Bible said that this man, his name is what? Nicodemus. And he's what? A ruler of the Jews. What's another title? Say, a Pharisee. What's your name? You'll be shocked if you go to heaven. And they ask you, what's your name? And you say, Favor. They don't know you. They don't know Favor. Kevin, right? If you go to heaven and say, Kevin, they don't know that name. You'll be shocked. I went to a meeting at Enugu. And when I finished, one young man ran outside as I was leaving and told me that his eyes opened and he saw me. In fact, he called me Samuel. I said, My name is not Samuel. You don't know your name. It's possible your name is not Mike. So you, this man said his name is Say Nicodemus. Say Pharisee. Say ruler of the Jews. Some of you are you are planning on doing your master's and then you get doctorate. So that when you do that your mentorship class, you come to them and say, Back the message of God. I'm, I'm not trying to boast, but you are already boasting. I'm not trying to boast. I was able to finish my doctorate degree before I was 30 years old. You see, if you have not done some certain things before 30, you are in danger of making it in life. See, success is tied to time. Oh my God. And then there was a, this man is a ruler of the Jews. <laughs> some of you, you are so good. You are a good person, naturally. That somebody said, I know a good girl, I know him. You don't know his father and mother. He came from a good family. Is it not Juliet? The parents train her well. Train her well. She is well behaved. She is a Christian. Say Christian. She is from good family. Say good family. She is well trained. Say well trained. And, and then you carry it and carry that identity. God doesn't know that any definition that is given to a man outside of his reality. Is fake. 
In other words, if you take it to the other end, men can look at this young man and say, ah, he is younger. When you, when you find his reality, he might be 50 years old. I mean this. I don't want to talk about for a second. Oh. We are very old. Though. No, don't believe it, but it's a statement. Huh? And I'm not just saying it because I want to say it. It's because I've also journeyed to know my reality. What I'm living on earth is as a result of that thing that I saw. You know why I'm saying this? You can be a prophet and they are calling you Nicodemus. You people have not even been getting to where I'm going, but you will get there soon. One of the things God will do this weekend is that you will know yourself. Many things will happen until you know. You can be defining yourself. If we say pray for 12 hours, you will not know why we are saying pray for 12 hours. Do you know why? You don't know you are Elijah. You don't know. You don't know you are supposed to carry the revival fire. You are just moving around. If you are Elijah, you must pray. Touch your, touch your neighbor. If you are Elijah, you must pray. I know some people don't like prayer. We don't have option. You are sent say it's a sentence. Say fasting is a sentence. Prayer is a sentence. And we don't know when you will come out of the prison. In my own opinion, it's still the end of your journey on earth. So they called him Nicodemus. They called him the ruler of the Jews. And they called him many things. And that man came to see Jesus in the night. In fact, I think they also called him a man. Is it not true? A certain man. That's what some people call you. Do you know there are some ladies here? Are you with you? There are some ladies here. They will look at you and say, you are a young lady. You are my class. We are all, all of us are the same. Are you the same? Meanwhile, you are Deborah City. They don't know you are the one judging men in that territory. They say we are classmates. You are not classmates. You are not just a man. Some of you are gods. The Bible says, I say unto you, ye are what? Inability to know and identify with that identity will make you to die like a man. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. See, what is he doing here? He is giving Jesus accreditation. Huh? You are now doing ministry. So the other of the now came and identified with you and said, Clement, you are a man of God. That nobody can be doing this thing you are doing 
Except he say he sent from God. My brother, won't you count it that you have made it? Say the truth. Let's say the truth. For them to recognize this is what they did to Jesus. You need to know the stature according to men's reckoning that that man Nicodemus has so that his appraiser of Jesus' personality to rank amongst men. Are you with me? I used to be a very good boy. According to the flesh. Say according to the flesh. Oh, I can't find your trouble. Since I'm a human being, I have not fought for once. For once. I don't know how to lie. I don't know how to collect somebody's property. Say, after the flesh. I know you don't like to say this. See, let me tell you, flesh is not just negative. Eh? Flesh is not just anger, pride. There is a goodness that is also after the order of the flesh. Even that one, God has rejected it. The Bible was talking about how to offer incense. He said that there is strange fire. Now it's a fire. I will tell you. Say it's a fire. But it's still strange fire. So it's good deeds. Eh? But it's dead works. It is something that is traced to the fallen man. It is because you are coming from. What is the name of your family? Eh? Eh? Okoye. People from Okoye's family, they are humble. So, your humility is traced to Adam. May, may your wisdom not be traced to Adam. May your humility not be traced to Adam. May your gentleness not be traced to Adam. Because when territories begin to contest, when you begin to do territorial business, when you begin to do real business, you will find out that there is nothing that is natural that can stand when spirits begin to contend. The flesh is very weak. Indeed, it's only the spirit that is powerful. When, they, when real pressure comes on you, you will, now learn. you will now find out that the only time a man can really say the truth is because the Holy Ghost has worked it inside him. One of the ways he walks it inside you is that you have died. Eh? And because you have died, if they are telling you to tell lies, like telling Jesus to tell lies, Galatians 2.20 said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I what? Not I. For Christ lives in me. The life I now live, the flesh, is by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and what? Died for me. I have seen people very, very wise, but that thing is traced to Adam. I have seen people very caring. Are you not caring? Hmm? You are caring. You speak softly. Say softly. If it is still traced to Adam, it is still the flesh. So they are negative. I am not interested in the negative aspect of the flesh. What my knee said that anything that came from the flesh, good or bad, has to enter the cross. That. It is only that which has gone through death and resurrected. That is the only beauty materials that we need in the kingdom. God will never build with anything that has not passed through death. Experience death and resurrection. 
even your talent. Maybe because you are a motivational, a good speaker. You now decided that because I'm a good speaker, it's possible I'm called into ministry. You speak, speak. Like one of my friends, he is there, my brother. He, he used to have many classes. He, he should have been an international prophet. Those days we teach and people will cry. My brother, he is natural grace and talent. There are people that is grace. If they talk to you like this, some of us, we don't have that grace. If the anointing is not on me, I'm limited. You, you are very strong. So, some of you, if God is not, if the Holy Ghost is not even moving you to pray, because they have known you to pray, like this. me, I can't do it. And I've done prayer. When I, I don't know how old you are when I started prayer. If you remove five years from your age, I'm not sure you were born. Meanwhile, I have found out that a man cannot do prayer except he accepts. I can cry for four hours to receive help to pray for one hour. Because the prayer you made in the flesh is a waste. Prayer originates from God. Prayer is powered by God. Prayer is going back to God. There is nothing human and natural and flesh that is in it. God will make sure that you are frustrated in a prayer that, that originated from you. Haven't you noticed? Those days you are praying, God, give me first class. Did he give you? How many of you pray for first class now? You will not raise your hand now. Did you get first class? Because you have not identified, first of all, what is most important in your destiny. And you are praying for first class. So that men will say, you will tell God, I want to give a testimony that the world will be, will glorify your name. The world will glorify your name in my life. Jesus will say, it's three carryovers that will glorify me. You have been there. You have been there. <laughs> I had covenant. God encountered me age 19. Before I entered campus, I knew what I'm going for. Meanwhile, when I entered, I was busy reading my book. My class. My class. I was reading. You know, oh my God. I don't miss lectures. I do. I do the normal things, the best I can do. All, all first, first year, first semester, after all the jacket. Say after all the jacket. This man, you are smiling too much. It seems as if you need intervention in your academics. Everybody that has challenge in his academics. God will intervene in Jesus' name. Meanwhile, let's go back to the matter. I had two carryovers, and he's in mass. How many of you are graduates of UNM? Mass. Oh. Physical sciences faculty. Uh, that's where you find a canker. Find greatness. All these people that will tell you that the, your destiny is in their hands. 
A human being will say, your destiny is in his hands. He is willing to keep you in this campus for 10 years. He is not bothered. So it's not that you failed it that is the problem. You are not even sure of passing it if you retake it. Second semester, I read. And then I smashed it throughout. I know my capacity. Say, I know my capacity. Second year, we entered the same thing. It was the end of second year that I started saying, Lord, here I am. Touch on me. Say, Lord, here I am. By third year, I gave myself to Jesus. I don't mean born again. You can be born again 40 years. You have not touched one thing concerning your ordination. It's willingness for you to enter that path. That path is littered with things that doesn't lend itself to the flesh. The way you think that your life will turn out will not be the way you will now see things manifest in your life. You think God will now give you straight first class and then you end up married and then you will be glorifying his name in one ministry of, of, of women affairs. And then you build one hospital and write the name Jehovah Rapha. Meanwhile, Jesus wants you to carry the healing anointing. So when you enter the hospital, you, there are cases you see and you know that forget this drug and this oppression. This person will die. You will see it this weekend. All manner of sicknesses will fall out. You will know how easy it is to heal the sick. As you do, 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 you see it's not working. Do you believe in Jesus? You are free. The person comes out of the bed. You will never know that until God puts you in a dealing, in a process where you lose touch with the strength of the flesh. And the things that you propose to achieve as a human being, the ambitions you had at age 12, I wanted to be a billionaire. And your ambition to even be a preacher will be crucified. I will tell you. There are people that have ambition to be the greatest man of God in Nigeria. Many of you, you are a man of God, you have been thinking like that. Say the truth, say the truth. You will say the truth. When you see yourself, what you are only, you, all your dream is where Benihin is giving you mantle. And then, say the truth now. And Pastor Peace is giving so that when he leaves, you are the next person. There is no other person. What you don't know is that that thing is happening to your neighbor. What you don't know is that it's happening to a sister. It's happening to 20 people at the same time. That's what you don't know. When those people come to me, I'll say, okay. Because I know it can be genuine, but what they don't know is that they think it's all about them. No, you are not special. It is now your obedience to that thing you saw. Maybe you saw Katrin Kuman and he held you in the hand. And the two of you danced. And he said, I give you my mantle. What you don't know is that he also told this sister. What you don't know is that Katrin Kuman didn't just dance with her. That Katrin Kuman came to her room for 21 days. Those people are witnesses of certain systems and realities in the spirit. So that when God wants to bring you into that reality, 
He brings them to come and teach you. Eh? So that you saw Elijah and saw Paul. Doesn't mean between. There are things that those men represent in the spirit. And that is what God needed that you will learn as of that time. So they became your teachers in the path of spiritual progress. Your obedience to the things that they are teaching you will decide whether you will become or not. So that they, 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 you saw the man you gave and when you woke up your body is shaking. Has it not happened to you? You said the truth. You woke up and your body is shaking. One told me, if my hand is shaking, what does it mean? Is it not true? If my leg is shaking, what does it mean? Sometimes my back will be burning. What does it mean? What you don't know is that almost everybody sitting near you is feeling a burning sensation. Why must we leave everything we are doing and follow your own? Go on, my friend. Something manifests in your life. As an evidence that you had an end, if it's true, is when we see something that we know is true. I can be 10 years ago. Some of you heard my classmate that came yesterday. He said he's not surprised, but he's also surprised. He said he's not surprised because he knew I'm always on that path. My secondary school mate. He said, well, he's surprised at the speed. Do you know why? It's because I gave myself to that. If you give yourself to it, the Bible said, when you give yourself to these things, you will never fail. In which the name of the Lord alone is glorified. See the breaking of a brand new day. And of the arches of my dying today, I see the breaking of a brand new day. In which the name of the Lord alone is glorified. I see the breaking of a brand new day. Verse 3. That's where I'm going to. Jesus answered and said unto him. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Jesus answered and said unto him. Verily, very, I say unto thee. Except a man. If your Bible is your own, go to that seat. Underline it. Underline it. If you borrowed your Bible, don't underline it. Do you know some believers don't have Bible? Many people don't have Bible. I wait. If I tell you, some believers don't open their Bible. It's only in meetings like this. That's why I insist you will open your Bible and read it. I don't want to disgrace some people. If I say if you don't have Bible, stand up now. You will see some giants in the Lord that will stand up. Giants in the Lord We stand up He said except a man Be born again He cannot see What That means that 
the Bible said that John came preaching the, the, the gospel of the kingdom. Is it not true? Is it not true? Ah, is it not true? Then Jesus came also what? Preaching the gospel of the kingdom. It then means that whatever the gospel of the kingdom is, that is the ultimate gospel. Is it not true? Follow me now. Whatever the gospel of the kingdom is, it is the ultimate gospel. I don't want to go into that thing because there are there is man lost something and is the kingdom. Something made him to lose that. It is sin. Huh? So every single thing that God is doing after that time is recovery. Huh? When man recovers everything concerning the kingdom, that means the earth has become God's own again. So everything you teach in the kingdom that is outside of the scope that God has made it to be, men will miss it. I hope you know. Do you know people has been praying? Before we had this prayer movement, people has been praying also all night. Are you with me? Is it not true? My church, your church. Hmm? They do all night vigil. I'm not saying it's bad. I still say Holy Ghost fire. But I now say it by reality. What I'm trying to say is that people say that thing. I did, do you know how long I did that night vigil? There is no transformation. All that happened to me is one or two needs we are solved. Satan didn't even go very far. Sir. I'm saying every enemy die, 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 die. The thing just she fell like this. I did one small thing, he came back. That's to show you that there is a real distance that you can keep between you and Satan. It is only when you find yourself in heaven. Eh? The Bible says we are seated with Christ, far above principalities and powers. That is your position in Christ. The experience, how do you get into the economy of the experience? Of that which is captured in this scripture. Because you must have noticed that even though the scripture said that you are seated with Christ, sometimes demons come and press you in the night. If you are seated with Christ, true, true, demons can press you. That means there is a way to convert the position that you have in Christ to the experience that you have in Christ. How do you do it? How do you convert the prophecy God has given to you? Convert the things you have seen in the scripture concerning your life, to the reality that you are seeing manifest day by day. How do you do it? Huh? Say priesthood. Priesthood is the way you convert positions to experience. If you don't pray, if you don't give, if you don't fast, all those things that have been said concerning you will continue to remain a reality in God and will never be a reality in you. So people have been praying all night, but nothing has been changed in the territory. We found out that the people that prayed all night are still the people collecting bribe. We find out that who are the who are the people that are courtists in your campus? Are they not are they not coming to church? Say the truth. Are they not coming to church? Then that's when you now find out that being a pastor's church and reading the Bible morning devotion. 
How many of you, they always wake you for morning devotion and you don't like it? Do you know why? Part of the reason is that God doesn't come. If God comes to morning devotion, and even if you are tired, you will still know that God will come. We have 50 days yet. People dread for one hour, 30 minutes, for traveling every day for 50 days. And they are not tired. Do you know why? Because they know that they are coming to the house of God. Every day is an increasing measure of the tangibility of God and His presence. Eh? They know that once they come, they will touch God. So because of that, they are willing to, you are willing to wake up in the night and pray. Because when you pray, you touch God, experience His love and presence. If it's true that you don't touch God in such a tangible way, after some time you will give up. That's what happened to us. And after many years, we, we didn't make, make much progress in God. Except a man be born again, he won't see. That will see is perceived. It that means that the first thing that happens to you, are you a believer? The first thing that happens to you when you got born again is capacity to perceive the things. Of what? The first thing that happens to you is the capacity to what? Perceive the things of the kingdom. It is only things that you perceive that you can interact with. You know why we have to go to this place? Many things will happen this weekend. And the things you are able to trap eh, is dependent on how many you are able to see. Eh, the, the ones you see, you can trap. What you don't trap is not your own. You can still live it. Somebody, I know it won't happen. Somebody might live here and still struggle with his prayer life. Do you know why? He can't see. Because if you see, you will stop struggling. Somebody will live here, the prophetic anointing, hidden anointing, will be granted stature. All kinds of stuff will happen. Mantles will fall. You don't need to say amen on this one. It's all that we need to increase. There are things we need to lay foundations. If not, what will happen? We, we need to ground you first. But we will still touch something. We will touch heaven for five minutes. And then we will go. Say touch heaven. This is the gate of heaven. God called me and said in this program, I will make here two things. He said I will make it my house. And I will make it the gate of heaven. Do you know what it means to be the gate of heaven? It means it is a house of encounters. You have not had an encounter in your life before. You will have it this weekend. But you need to what? Say see. You need to what? You need to what? If, what if you don't see, you can't have it. As a matter of fact, the Bible said, except a man be born again, he can't see. There is something new bet does to your capacity to perceive. As a matter of fact, if you begin to work with God accurately, over time, you be, I'm not saying prophetic gifts, so. I'm saying perceiving as a believer. Suddenly, your perceptive capacity became dull. 
Some people are born again, but the, the last time you prayed, the last time you fasted. In fact, some of you, it was since you began to answer that guy by nine in the night. You will start saying, What have you eaten? After me, what have you eaten? What did you do today? Did you stress yourself? Some people are guilty. And you continue saying it till 12 in the night. That was when you lost your capacity to perceive. Your eyes became dull and your ears became dull. Satan can now strike you and go. You can't see him. Except a man be born again. He can't see. Men will be granted sight in the spirit. I'm telling you, that is why the Bible says, Paul said that my prayer for you is that the eyes of your understanding, eyes, say eyes. What is eyes for? What do you use eyes to do? What do you use eyes to do? Is to see. You can't see, you are finished. And I'm not saying prophetic gifts is powerful. But I'm not saying I, I see you, you are wearing. Wait, wait. Your singlet is red in color. Is you are wearing blue boxers. I see you are coming. You were coming. No, that one is is the lowest. When you want to measure the prophetic, is the lowest. I know that's what people hide. That's the lowest. It is outer court ministry. Uh, you can do outer court ministry and end up in hellfire. But you will never do. Ministry in the holiest of all. Eh? And, and in fact, the word holy means you will end up in heaven. Because what holiness ensures eh, that you are always right with God. They will still prophesy, do a lot of things, but your eyes need to see. You need to see the one that you are. Give me strength. Let's plan in the next two minutes. Except a man be born again, he cannot see. So if I come to you now and you have not been seeing many things, what is your problem? Say sight. My sight is dull. Bring my sight, oh God. When, when, when Jesus made a particular church, in the book of Revelation, he said, I have issue with you. You have eaten and you have prospered. You have gotten content with the happenings around you. Maybe men are telling you that things are going well with you. Even your journey with God is now, you think it's robust. The Bible says, Buy of me. I saw that you might see. What is God talking about? What you see is what you become. If you don't see, the, the Bible says in the book of Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eighteen, it said, "As we behold this glory, like in a glass, we are changed into the same image, from one level of glory to another, by 
by the Spirit of God. If it's true that you are born again, but you are not seeing your sight is vain. He said that even now, as Moses is read, the veil is still upon their eyes. Is it not true? Say, even now, even now you are born again, if the veil is not taken away, your capacity to behold the glory of God will be dull, and you will never become that which God intended. That means that there is a surgery that needs to be taken so that your eyesight will be corrected, so that your capacity to perceive the things of God will become heightened. Your that height, the height, the depth to perceive and see the love of God, the things that God is doing. the wrong thing, you will get the wrong result. Even if you are praying, even if you are fasting, if your eyes is fixed on the wrong thing, you will still get the wrong result. Say after me, oh God, I serve. Watch my eyes. That I may see. Make it a prayer in one minute. I serve that I may see. I serve a deep watch, a deep watch. Some of you are seeing, you know, but your sight needs to be deepened. You need to. There is a greater need for you to receive capacity to focus.